Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Also, can we just take for a second to appreciate that the people at Breitbart News literally do not know the difference between the words fact check and getting caught lying? <laughs> no, no. Every every time we make something up, someone says fact check. That's just yeah. what you know when you sneeze, you say type. When yeah. you lie, you say fact check. <laughs> Trust me, I know I'm Breitbart News. <laughs> oh, that's so good. God awful movie movie movies. Welcome back to the Gamcast, where each week we set up another selection from Christian Cinema because they have to let us. They can't stop us. They've tried. I'm your host, No Illusions. Heath is still on vacation, but sitting 900 miles to my northeast is my bad friend Eli Bosnick. Eli, how are you this fine afternoon, sir? I am immortal. No, oh, really. I I will live forever. If bad movies are the life force, I just collected like all the infinity stones. I've done it. Yep. I'll never die. Yeah, exactly. You have assumed your final form. <laughs> also joining us today is emergency guest masochist and host of the Opening Arguments podcast, Andrew Torres. Andrew, welcome back. Uh, Noah, Eli, thanks. Question mark for. <laughs> This psychological torture experiment, I appreciate it. So you you did not ascend to your to your final form. <laughs> no, no, because my brain functions, or at least it did prior to yeah, this. Yes. <laughs> to be clear, Andrew packed up his one and only son and sent him off to college this month, <laughs> and this is by far the worst. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> not even close. All right, so tell us, Andrew, what will we be breaking down today? We watched My Son Hunter. It is um, the right-wing equivalent of a Michael Moore documentary if, if, instead of every time Michael Moore would smash cut to, you know, an embarrassed CEO saying something that might be out of context or something like that, they just made up stuff about Hunter Biden instead, and it still wasn't a crime. Right. The movie. Right. There you go. I've never seen a hit piece that has to stop so often and say, well, it was all, it was all legal, actually, that all I'm of the stuff that we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> What's on Hunter Biden's laptop? Hint: This movie will not even make a claim about that. No, nope. no, they'll they'll be like square. It is a square or a rectangle. Right, we're not well, sure. More of a we're not ready. News to make media a claim. confirms he had a laptop. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Look, in the short term, this movie's probably the most useless thing ever put on film. But in the long term, I can see how, like, if you were teaching a libel class, this might be a really interesting <laughs> example. <laughs> You know, you know, your like English teacher used to roll out the TV and play Reading Rainbow. I feel like yeah, legal yeah. professors should get to be like, all right, this pop quiz. Every time <laughs> there's a broken law, you get a point. And Eli, how bad was this movie? Well, if you loved the big short, by which I mean fast cuts and turns to camera and literally nothing else about the big short yeah <laughs> you will love this movie it's the bigot short oh, there everybody. You go. The biggest. <laughs> well done well yeah so th that's obviously what they were trying for right that's the film dynamic they were looking at but mostly this this movie is just characters sitting around 
saying to one another, oh, you know what other corrupt thing I've done apropos of nothing? Yeah. Right. This is a fictionalized story of Hunter Biden. And he'll just constantly turn to somebody and like, mm, you know how I'm involved with the Uyghur genocide in China? <laughs> I, I, I spelled that out for you. Let me spell that out. <laughs> they, wrote, they wrote a character into the movie who is stripper <laughs> whose turn ons include you confessing to crime. <laughs> <Yep>. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So, yeah, no, I feel like the impetus for this movie was somebody at Breitbart looking at all the yarn and push pins in one of their mom's basement and going, guys, this is this is a fucking movie. All right. <laughs> Hear me out. <laughs> all right, so is there anything you guys want to nominate this one for being the best at being the worst at? OK, I'm going out on a little bit of a limb here, but best worst drugs. Yeah. <laughs> now look, look, I need to be completely upfront here that 100% of everything I know about drugs is falling asleep opposite Noah in an underground hot <laughs> restaurant in New York City. Okay. But, but even then, like some of the things struck me as a little weird, like, Hey, maybe some more cocaine will help slow down your heart. I don't know. It's just, <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, we might as well watch Hunter Biden make himself a cocaine sandwich. Sandwich at some point during this movie. <laughs> All right, so I was going to go with best worst impersonation. God damn it! There is not a person on this record, or indeed listening to this record, that could not have pulled off a better Joe Biden than the guy that they hired to do it. Yeah, it's as though they were like, "Hey, you do a Joe Biden impersonation," and he was like, "Yeah, he's the one who fra- played Fraser Crane, right?" And they were like, "I'm already not listening." <laughs> yeah. And I'm going to go with best worst. No, you are. Right? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Poor Eli. He's, he's got a cold, but he's just going to, he's going to power through it. God damn it. For just, the sake uh, of this movie. I, I can, this movie reaches such levels of no, you are that at some point, all of our notes just devolve into like, really? Really? Yeah. <laughs> well, so over and over again, they keep trying to imply that Joe Biden and Hunter Biden did exactly the shit that Donald Trump did publicly to the point where there's parts of my notes where like, okay, you're doing this shit on purpose now. Oh, right? yeah. yeah. <laughs> you guys want me to teach this in a law school class on defamation. I think this should be taught in a university psychology class on projection. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, I'll tell you, what, we have a Dante-esque descent into bullshit ahead of us. So we're going to need a quick break to don our spelunking gear. But we'll be back in a hurry with all the conspiratorial nonsense of My Son Hunter. Nope. Nope. S- still too long. Really? Yep. Yeah. Noah, e- e- hi. what are you doing in my office? Did you install a shower head back there? Indeed we did, Andrew. It was childishly simple to hack your secure water line. But don't worry, you're going to be grateful because you're going to be the very first owner of the tooth shower. Eli, first, rerouting my water pipes is not hacking. And second, all right, I I know I'm going to regret this, but what's the tooth shower? Oh, it's our newest invention. What are two things you always have to do every day, right? Shower and brush your teeth. Well, now with a tooth shower, you can do both at once. Yeah. Our simple attachment uses the power and heat of your shower head to get your teeth brighter than ever with the power wash ability of a sidewalk cleaner. Mm-hmm. Guys, guys, if you want to take better care of your oral health, why don't you just try Quip? 
Well, I like to think we're pretty pithy. Yeah, Andrew. I quip all the time. No, no quip. Good health starts with good habits, and Quip makes it easy by delivering all the oral care essentials you will need to care for your mouth. The Quip electric toothbrush is loved by over seven million mouths, and has timed sonic vibrations with thirty-second pulses to guide a dentist-recommended two-minute clean. A lightweight, sleek design for adults and kids with no wires or bulky charger to weigh you down and a multi-use travel cover that doubles as a mirror mount for uh, less clutter. Oh, wow. So they sell toothbrushes. Is is that it? Oh, not at all. They sell refillable gum that's sugar-free, has long-lasting mint flavor, and comes with a dispenser and refillable mouthwash that, that's four times concentrated that's good for you and the planet. And Quip also delivers fresh floss, toothpaste, mouthwash, and gum refills every three months from $5. Shipping is free, guys, so you can save money, skip the hustle, and bustle of in-store shopping. Man, all our oral health care needs delivered right to our door for those prices? That does sound good. Where do I sign up? If you go to getquip.com slash awful right now, you'll get your first refill free. That's your first refill free at getquip.com. Dot com slash awful that's spelled g-e-t-q-u-i-p dot com slash a-w-f-u-l quip the good habits company all right sorry tooth shower i guess we're not going to be needing you after all how were you supposed to breathe while using that thing anyway mm-hmm. it's very carefully i drowned it a lot he did it's true <laughs> All right, guys, welcome to the first writer's room meeting for Breitbart's original movie, My Son Hunter, where we're going to expose the true story. Uh, and I by true, I mean, so fake, it's been repudiated by literally every credible news outlet of Hunter Biden's laptop. So don't hold back. Hit me with ideas, guys. Um, what, what if we did it like the big short, you know, lots of cuts to camera on screen chirons, you know, stuff mm, like that. Mm, I like it. Yeah. No, the big short was all about true stuff. Maybe people will think that this is true, too. Ooh, ooh, and we can load it up with uh, right wing actors and celebrities. Oh, right. Like what's her face? Uh-huh. Uh, that guy. Oh, yeah. And, and that lady from the thing who's a bigot now. So she's stuck with us. Uh, which one of them? Oh, we'll get all of them. All right. <laughs> oh, ooh. and also maybe we could spend like, um, I'm going to say more than half the movie exploring what we, the empathyless ghouls at Breitbart News, imagine Hunter Biden's grief to be like. Why would we do that? I don't know. I just feel like it would be a great idea for us here at Breitbart News to include a meditation on how hard it is to be Hunter Biden in our nonsensical download from our website only hit piece on him. Like like an hour of it from every possible angle. I just really, really want to get in there. Um. Okay. Uh, uh, and, and, and Joe Biden can talk funny. Oh, there you go. He does misspeak occasionally. <laughs> <laughs> and we're back by the breakdown and the double speed bullshit is going to start in the goddamn logos when we're treated to a title card that credits this production to the Unreported Story <laughs> Society. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because if there's one story that's definitely unreported yes. in the right wingosphere, it's Hunter Goddamn Biden. Uh, yep. mm-hmm. Might as well say unfake news presents. <laughs> <laughs> so we start off on Joe Biden going for a swim, and 
who's his secret service agent but Gina Gestapo or whatever from The Mandalorian. I <laughs> I initially had this as a joke line in there. Is, that, is, is this what Gina Carano is up to these days? Because, you know, and then I was like, holy shit, that is Gina yep. Carano. Like, mm-hmm. wow. Yeah, I guess I just don't recognize her when she's not punching the juggernaut in the dick. But. <laughs> no, no. Now she punches her career in the dick yeah. for a living. <laughs> and I just want to point out how fucking tragic Gina Carano's tiny, minuscule little part in this shithole is, right? She will be wearing an oversized suit. They couldn't even get her a suit that fits her. Nope. And like occasionally putting her wrist to her ear in hopes that someone might think that props gave her an earpiece. <laughs> and then being like, <laughs> nope. <laughs> those things that they just said are part of the movie. Yep. I'm Gina Carano. Yep. I was added to this script after it was finished. Yeah. I feel like if you could have sent this DVD back through time, Gino Carano would have shut the fuck up about Stan's <laughs> Yes, yes. She would have been like, you know what? Swimming doesn't actually matter to me that much. I'm going to go ahead and just, I'm gonna shut my fucking mouth is what I'm going to do. So, yeah. So Joe Biden goes for a swim and she's his Secret Service agent. And she turns to the camera. They start the breaking the fourth wall thing pretty much immediately. And she says, by the way, this is not, wink, wink, a true story. Our lawyer made us say that. <laughs> yeah, yes. Yeah, there's a legal clause for not right that was came up in the 1990s that was uh borat v uh bushhauser but look part of our defense in the inevitable gam libel lawsuit is going to be that if you say not while winking a couple of times it means not not so right yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah she might as well say this isn't not not an untrue story as they come in <laughs> So, okay, so then we cut to this new newscast from December of 2019, and we're in the middle of this Black Lives Matter protest slash fucking Bosnian uprising. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're, ve- they're very unclear how much rioting to lie about, right? Because on the one hand, they've got people like shouting and holding signs, and on the other, there appear to be buildings collapsing in on themselves to flame. <laughs> it's Molotov cocktail attacks and shit, yeah. But yeah, this is, I guess, their first attempt at humor because there's this terrible riot going on and the newscasters are going like, we're here at the mostly peaceful Black Lives Matter protests. Oh, God. And and just like watching this in 2022, nobody else watching this movie other than the three of us is is going to say, hmm, you know what's weird? Now that Trump isn't president and sending out literal brown shirts to use Gestapo tactics to break up protests. All of a sudden, seems like we have a lot less violent protests these so days. So weird. It's weird. A crazy weird, weird happens. Must have been like a countrywide training or something that they all went through in the, <laughs> violence, <laughs> the Antifa convention. So, yeah. So, but the movie's opening statement, let's be clear on this, is the news is in on it. They're lying. The oh, fake God. news media. <laughs> Bunch of bullshit. Classic jury. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, and then so we're going to meet our main character here. Well, our one of our main characters. This is Kitty. She's at the Black Lives Matter protest with her friend Lorenzo. And she they wander off and she's like, I this is an actual quote from the movie. I think I've got a viral video. I think I'm going to trend. And I'm like Breitbart's idea of how the kids these days. talk. Oh, my God. I want to talk to the person who wrote that line forever. Just be like, <laughs> OK. 
And what's the Twitter? What's the Twitter? That <laughs> <laughs> there's a viral t- tweet tweeter go to the follow blue check. Yep. So yeah, and and of course her friend is like, no, no, you can't post this video because we have to pretend that these protests are peaceful. That's why literally all the human beings at them are in on this, you know, this whitewash, which is why the people at Breitbart can't actually find footage of any of this shit happening. Yeah, I wanted her to be like, oh, and actually, while you're deleting the videos, will you delete all the videos of all the crazy shit we believe? Yeah, get the reptilians and the Jew. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh-huh. Put them all on there. Yeah. The the friend says to her at, at this point, she's like, we have to choose truth over facts. And this is the first time I had the whole no, you in my yeah. notes, right? So, no, you got, you're the side that coined the phrase alternative facts. What the fuck? <laughs> On inauguration yes. day. Right. Like, <laughs> that is there. out of the fucking box. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. So now we cut to LA, which is apparently where we already are, right? Unless this woman lives in one city and works in another. <laughs> yep. Right. So we cut to LA and Hunter Biden is showing up at this nightclub. If this were not a movie produced by crazy people, this is Donald Trump Jr. Right. Like, again, you are. Yeah. You yeah. are. <laughs> I wonder if there's a prominent son of a famous politician who is well known for being coked out on TV every time he shows up and also has a billion dollars to throw around. No, no. It's definitely the son of the guy that rides Amtrak to work. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. No, it's, it's Hunter Biden, that famous party animal. Right. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, oh, their image of Hunter Biden in this fucking thing is hilarious, though, right? He's just <laughs> constantly just building igloos out of crack. It is it is a Hunter S. Thompson Biden. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Also, like, it's great because, like, these are the idiots who watch, like, Wolf of Wall Street and are like, good, that is what I want from my life, yep. right? Yeah. So they are constantly showing him partying with beautiful women, but then they're like, but it's... But it's bad. But in a bad way, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, and so he walks into this nightclub. They are desperately trying to recreate the Copacabana long shot from Goodfellas here. But (laughs) but they've got like 16 people in this club that's supposed to be hopping. So you can see them just moving from one side of the room to the other so they can also be over there. Yeah. He also does this thing where he like walks through the club to the VIP room, but on the way he passes the special VIP bathroom, which is for <laughs> for Coke. And I was like, I, I don't think the VIPs have a VIP bathroom for Coke. I think they just get to do Coke in the normal place. Right. They can just do the fucking Coke. We're doing Coke in the bathroom because we don't have a Coke location. <laughs> right, Bart? I have so many questions, but now, not now, after the recording. <laughs> So, yeah, but but he walks into the VIP section. And he's like, it's time to fucking party. And the title comes up. And then so a lot of the decisions in the production of this film were obviously Breitbart executives going like, and then all the women can be in their underwear. Right. In this scene, too. <laughs> I think probably the hardest artistic decision was whether or not they were going to go full topless for this movie. Yeah. Right. Because on the one, the half of the writer's room that are violent sexists were like, we want boobies. (laughs) And then the other half of the room that were insane, you know, Christophiles were like, make them wear the bathing suits from the 1800s. And this is, (laughs) this movie is the compromise. You get the mashup. Yeah. I mean, look, this is what happens with the only people you can recruit into your writer's room have been homeschooled since 
birth to believe that anything other than the missionary position is how you let Satan into your thighs. Right? <laughs> it is just nonsense. Yeah. So, yeah, so we cut through a, a, a like a stripper's dressing room and, and <laughs> Kitty is here, the, the girl who had the viral video and was going to trend with one of those Twitter hash browns or whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she's like getting ready to go on stage, right? Yeah, she's going to strip for us. And she turns to the camera and she says, don't judge me. And I wrote in my notes, lady, I judge you so much more for being in this movie than I would for being a stripper. (laughs) (laughs) Ma'am, you have no idea how much I admire strippers. Yeah. Period. And also in comparison to you. Right. (laughs) Strippers are downright neighborly, (laughs) ma'am. So, yeah, so they, we cut to the stage and this is where Lorenzo is about to introduce her. Now, they, Lorenzo, they try to do that one joke that conservatives have about pronouns. Yep. Right. Uh... That only joke. But they fuck it up. Mm-hmm. But at any rate. So, yeah, but Lorenzo is, I guess, the, the stripper MC. I didn't realize mm-hmm. they had MCs at strip clubs, but I guess they do. And then we watch Kitty dance around in her underwear for a bit. Oh yeah, in a in a strip tease that could best be described as at gunpoint. Right? Oh yes. my god, she can't do any stripper moves, so she's just kind of like chilling against the pole, <laughs> right? <laughs> like I should never be like I, a forty six year old man, could work that pole so much better than you, <laughs> and you could, <laughs> and I should never be like I, forty six year old straight man, would rather watch Noah work that <laughs> pole than her, one hundred percent. Yeah. You know what it looks like? It looks like I, if you can imagine me as a kid in fifth grade climbing the rope in gym class. <laughs> that's how she's looking. Just like oh, I can't. Eh, eh. Presidential Fitness Day was the worst. <laughs> See, I love that because I weighed like fourteen pounds, so I could just keep doing pull ups all goddamn day. I was like, I'm only lifting fourteen pounds, you guys. That's pretty easy. <laughs> I'm doing the stretch to the Snickers bar I brought with me to gym class. Yeah, yeah, there you yeah. Go. So okay, so then they they move the party. He stops. He's like, Hey guys, uh, I just got word that the party's moving to my hotel room. Apparently, right? Question, and I don't know that this matters, but. What are the logistics of moving from a sex club to a private hotel? Is that a party bus situation? Do you break everybody up into Ubers? <laughs> so that's interesting. Yeah. So, okay. So then we cut to his hotel, which is the Chateau Marmont, mm-hmm. just where John Belushi died. I saw that and I was like, oh, that's where John Belushi died. And then the fucking movie goes, this is where John Belushi died. And I'm like, I feel bad for knowing that. Now. Yeah. yeah. Stupid. <laughs> I, I, Noah looks up other facts about that place so he doesn't have any. <laughs> 1,600 square feet. That's my new fun fact. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, but so Hunter, but the key here is that Hunter is partying very much. This is the first time that we start to get an idea of the sort of big short isms that they're trying to get in here, because this is where we get the cartoon of Hunter Biden's heart as he does more and more cocaine. Okay. (laughs) Please, Eli. (laughs) No, me me and Andrew share questions here. (laughs) We'd like to turn to our resident drug expert, No Illusions. He does some coke. The cartoon heart speeds up. But then he does some crack to slow the cartoon heart down. Yes. Does crack slow your heart down? So, no, it is. In fact, it doesn't. And it's also not, generally speaking, a a party drug. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> generally speaking, people don't go to a party and smoke crack. 
Yep. <laughs> it doesn't strike me as the kind of thing that would come out with, you know, the red wine you got while traveling that summer. <laughs> oh my gosh, Brittany, you look so amazing. It's so wonderful to see you. So there's like hummus and dip over there. You can drop your dish over there. And then also there's a crack pipe. Uh, we baked some <laughs> cocaine this morning if you would like some of that. Oh, God, there's one point where he's just drinking pills and it's like, guys, you know how pills work. <laughs> I need to be clear for the listeners here. This is not just a funny gam gag from the wacky guy. They literally have a pint glass full of <laughs> yes! what appears to be Tylenol <laughs> and Hunter Biden is like sipping from it. It is the spread. Like it is not the first time that I was like looking around to see if I was being punked while watching this movie. Yeah, yeah. Right. So, okay, but that, that scene wraps up. We cut to the next morning. Everybody's just passed out on the floor. <laughs> Mostly half-naked women. Because, again, the producers were like, and all the women will be in their underwear, right? <laughs> and to be clear, what the movie has so far is that, you know what Hunter Biden did? A bunch of consenting adults had sex and did fun drugs. Right. Oh, no. They're they're implying that. But like, look, this scene is mostly just people sleeping in uncomfortable positions, right? Like, right. I literally woke up to weirder shit than this at AA. Okay, <laughs> sure did. You damn right you did. I apologize for that, by yeah, the way. Yeah, it's okay. Right. I've said Sorry. It before. <laughs> so, yeah. And so he wakes up. Hunter wakes up. He's walking through this crowd. And then there's this, I guess they're going for humor. You have to fucking... You just there's context clues when they're going for humor, right? Because then there's this dog and we're seeing thought bubbles, like cartoon thought bubbles where he's talking to the dog. Yeah. And honestly, if the rest of this movie had just been Hunter Biden getting life coaching from a chihuahua, I would <laughs> love this movie. I, the, the chihuahua has solid advice here, right? Like yeah. you should, in fact, take the, you know, coked up freeloaders and kick them the fuck out of your house. Like, this is the beginning of trading places, right? Right, yes. <laughs> so yeah, so he screams at everybody to get out, so they all wake up and, and leave. And then he goes into the back and he checks his, his backpack for more drugs and a gun. And as if to say fuck you to us specifically, this is the last we will ever <laughs> see of Chekhov's gun. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, so he's holding the gun. And then Kitty comes. Everybody else has already left, but Kitty's still there. And she comes up and she says, please don't. But he's not like he's not like holding the gun in a suicide type way or anything. He, nope. he's, he could be just checking to see if the safety was on. Right. Right. But anyways, but she's like, do you don't want to kill yourself? He's like, no, I want to drive recklessly in my inebriated state. Yeah, he goes. I don't want to kill myself. I want to drive. And I wrote in my notes, cue the start of a racing movie. Please yeah. cue the start of a racing movie. <laughs> that is dialogue from Gone in 60 Seconds. Yeah, I think so. Just to yeah. be clear. Yeah. So, okay. So, but then he, he drives out to a tent city. Lots of open fires next to cardboard homes there. Yep. But he's, I guess he's out to buy some, you know, not just regular drugs but homeless drugs right the hard yes. shit <laughs> because the idiots who made this movie think that rich crack addicts have to go to ramshackle cardboard crack dens because they don't have like crack dispensaries to go to I, I think it's just like they have to show hunter smoking crack because you know it's the democrats that smoke the uh <clears throat> urban drugs <laughs> right yeah, yeah. exactly also just a tiny acting choice i need to talk about the guy who plays Hunter Biden after he buys the drugs takes the drug dealer's hand 
and brings it to his lips as though he was greeting a duke or a queen <laughs> yes. of some sort. Mm-hmm. I just wrote in my notes, cool of that crack dealer to let him kiss his hand at the end of their <laughs> transaction like that. And also, and I have to point out this little wardrobing choice, the crack dealer in question is wearing a bandana over his face like he's robbing a fucking stagecoach. Mm, what the yep. fuck was that? I, I was sure that was some kind of random anti-mask commentary. But <laughs> it, it, I, it, as long as we're here on casting choices, like this was right about the time of the movie in which I thought, you know, if we could have just snuck one person into the writer's room, we could have gotten them to to cast Stormy Daniels as Kitty. I'm like, <laughs> then this would have been the greatest piece of performance art in the history yeah. of humanity. Yeah, it would have been pretty fucking good. Yeah, so he goes back into the car and and him and Kitty start talking about their daddy issues together. <laughs> sure. <laughs> and this is the first of many times where we're really going to dwell on the fact that Hunter Biden has kind of a tragic life story to begin with. Why would you use this in your hit piece? I, this is the <laughs> definition of a hit piece. You don't need to do this. You're you're the definition of soulless ghouls, Breitbart News. You're possibly the worst non-murderers on the planet. Yes. You don't need to be like, guys, 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 let's point out this guy who we made an entire movie of lies about has had a really tough life first. Yeah, right. So he starts talking about how his, his sister and his mom died when he was just a boy. And then his his brother died just a couple of years ago of brain cancer and, and, and all of that. And, and and then, of course, he finds some some floor coke and he's like, oh, good, more coke. And he snorts some some floor coke. OK, so, so Noah, is floor coke a thing? Is there like a five second rule associated with that? It feels like there should be a five second rule. There is no five second rule. Yeah, Andrew, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you there is a, a infinite second rule. <laughs> if if right now my ceiling opened up and a pouch of coke fell into my extended hand, I would begin to snort it as we record this podcast. I, but how do you stop yourself from snorting? I don't know dog hair and Cheeto dust. Sometimes I mean, you, you got to snort a little bit of Cheeto dust. Want to make an omelet? You got to snort am, some I dog hair and Cheeto dust. so much from this propaganda <laughs> there film. You go, okay, yeah. So yeah, so and then he says, he's like, and, and after my brother died, I had sex with his wife. And of course, this is supposed to be a dun, 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 kind of a movie moment, but like, <laughs> that's actually demanded by the Bible. You're actually required to do that. <laughs> You're yeah. not allowed to spill your seed off to the side when you do it either. Also, uh, Breitbart, know your audience. A lot of people with their arm around their cousin watching your movie. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Oz says that's fine. Yeah. So he's like, I want to leave. I want to wander around and do a walk and talk. And she's like, really? Can we, we, we've got walk and talk money. She's like, he's like, yes, we do. And I want to show it off. Yeah, I know. It turns out we embezzled a bunch of that wall money. You'll find out. Later. <laughs> yeah, so he's he's stripping his way through the hotel because he wants to go through a uh, go for a swim. And to give you an idea what a party animal is, he is he's going to jump into the pool with a lit cigarette in his mouth. Yeah, right. Really wanted him to come out of the water and be like, ah, oh man. I have wrecked the pool for an hour and a half now. <laughs> Just the rest of the movie is him fishing out tiny little bits of tobacco. Yeah, right. Stupid badass jumping into the pool with my cigarette move. <laughs> but just as he does that, of course, Gina Gestapo comes in and she's like, uh, we need to talk with you, Hunter Biden. Now, to this point, Kitty, the, the sex worker slash stripper slash therapist. The exposition stripper. Yes, yes. So she, at this point, doesn't know who he is, right? She just knows he's rich and 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 important or whatever. 
But when Gina Gestapo comes to get him, she follows along behind and sees him get into a car with none other than Joe Biden. By which we mean an, an old man. <laughs> it looks a lot more like John McCain. This guy could probably pull off John McCain. Ooh, you know, they were like on cameo and they were like, okay, no Joe Biden impersonators. <laughs> but the John McCain impersonator guy says he'll do it for a ride home from the bus stop. <laughs> so you make this movie shot for shot about Meghan McCain, I'm in. I'll do it. Yeah. yeah. There you ah. go. All right. Well, I'll tell you what. I guess the plot technically thickened just now because any movement would be a thickening at this point. So that's plenty of reason for us to take a quick break. But we'll be back in a minute with even more of My Son Hunter. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. Oh, McElroy brothers, you and your antics. Hey, Eli. Yeah, they're all wrapped in blankets, listening to the same D&D podcast over and over again. What's uh, what's the matter? Uh, it's this jigsaw puzzle, Noah. I can't solve it. And so, well, you know, this is the best way I could think of to solve my problem. I see. Well, Eli, have you tried therapy? Therapy for problem solving? Be real, Noah. I am being real. A therapist can help you become a better problem solver, making it easier to accomplish your goals, no matter how big or small. Wait, so you're saying therapy isn't just for like, Big life problems or mental illness? No, not at all. Therapy has all sorts of benefits, and one of them is having a licensed professional help you work through your problems, no matter what they are. And if you're thinking of giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. It's convenient, accessible, affordable, and entirely online. You can get matched with a therapist after filling out a brief survey and switch therapists anytime. Wow, that does sound easy. When you want to be a better problem solver, therapy can get you there. Visit BetterHelp.com slash awful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash awful. Thanks, Noah. I'll give it a try. Great. Now, we help me open the studio door. It's stuck again. Ice cream and office reruns. No, you know, know what? Never mind. It's fine. It's fine. All right. Quiet down, everybody. Welcome to our monthly meeting of right-wing actors who couldn't shut the fuck up this week. I'd like to introduce our newest member, Gina Carano. How about a big round of applause for Gina, huh? Woo! Hi, hi, everyone. Now, now, Gina, I, I know you're new, so let me give you the rundown. You, like a lot of actors, are a soft, soft baby who's never had to read anything or learn anything because you just play pretend for a living. Yeah, like like a child. That's right, like a child. And as a result, the vast majority of us are pretty fucking stupid, and this group is for the actors for whom our professional wranglers have failed to keep that stupidity a secret. Like uh, like Rob Schneider over here. You can do it. That's yeah, classic. So good. Whoever would have thought that his grasp of social justice wouldn't be pristine. So um, what do you guys do here? Well, mostly uh, cameos. Uh, not not in the good way, like the website. See, see, culture is constantly reinforcing that our few remaining fans are wrong. So they turn to like literal websites like Cameo to buy themselves happy birthdays, anniversary greetings, and just general reassurances that it's the world that's gone crazy, not them. Isn't that right, Kevin? Yeah, uh, try the new Fun Pop game token, whatever. Just tell me what to say. Wow, so um, does this pay a lot of money? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, it pays tragically little money. Tragically little. Oh, but... I still get to be in movies and TV shows, right? You sure do, technically. We've got download-only movies from right-wing hate sites. We've got news shows, right, with, like, very real desks. Hell, Deed even gets to, uh, like, host Masters of Illusion on the CW still. 
They made me promise not to talk. All right. Well, uh, with that out of the way, I'll just go ahead and leave you in this room alone with Tim Allen, James Wood, Dean Cain, and Ted Nugent. I'm sure that'll go great for you. And we'll see you whenever I need some familiar face to point at our agenda. Oh, man. I wish I'd just shut the fuck up. Yeah, me too. Not me. Shut the fuck up, Tim. You shut the fuck up. <laughs> and we're back for more of this shit. And we're going to rejoin the action with hot. Well, action. That's overstating it a little bit. We're going to rejoin the exposition, the entire movie worth of exposition with Joe and Hunter conspiring together in the back of a car. Mm-hmm. Right. And this is where they have to defend the laptop narrative. Right. right. So keep in mind that the laptop narrative for Republicans is that Hunter Biden brought two of his laptops into a repair shop in a state he wasn't in at the time and left and never came back to get them. Right. And that the guy, the hardcore Trump supporter who runs that shop just happened to notice that Hunter was there, waited until the 90 days was over, got this very incriminating information about him and then went to the press with it. Yes. Right. And so that's what's happening, right? The, the, that's where we are in, in history, I guess, is Joe Biden is showing up to tell him that the FBI has his laptop, damn it. And I would have really liked for purposes of someone who does not inhabit and only occasionally visits crazy town for Joe Biden to go, OK, what exactly is on this laptop? But they can't have him say the, he hints and does other stuff, but they can't have him say that because the answer is porn. Right. Yeah. Oh, oh, my gosh. Like scandal of the fucking century. Like right. there's yeah. porn on a laptop recovered from a computer repair center. You're, you're right. Let's bring back the guy who stole nuclear secrets. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And, and to be clear, right. Joe Biden, the character of Joe Biden will constantly say what's on that laptop throughout the movie. They will never give a direct answer yeah, because yeah, that, the answer is right. born. What they want you to fill in and what this movie does a terrible job of filling in is emails with China. Well, yeah. So they imply that there's all kind of stuff. Yeah, but they never can say it. Now, to be clear, what happened here is that a lot of Joe Biden's stuff was compromised, right? The stuff from his laptop, whether or not it was done in a legal way, as this story suggests is unknown. But then it was interspersed with a bunch of bullshit, right? A bunch of bullshit was mixed in with that, almost certainly by Russia. And then that was all released. The Washington Post got suckered into reporting on it at first. And then everybody else in the goddamn world was like, no, it's actually this uh, Russian propaganda and bullshit. And then the Washington Post was like, oh, right. It was bullshit. Yeah. And, and just like to be clear. <laughs> The, the source we have for this being a legitimate way of finding things is that this hardcore Trump supporter who is visually impaired was like, yep, I'm pretty sure the guy who walked into my store and just delivered me this cash cow of a mix of fake and real hacked information was Hunter Biden himself. I recognized him by heart feel, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Uh -huh. And also, of course, Joe Biden has to say to him at this point, Apropos of nothing, you have an illegitimate child uh, whose mother is a sex worker. Just that 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 does this that kind of shit will constantly and and by the way, while that's happening, there will be some sort of a doodly doot in the background, <laughs> like a cartoon sound effects yeah. constantly. Yes. I'm going with Andrew's theory that the cartoon sound effects were like what the lawyer put in for like, you must delete this. 
<laughs> yeah, right, right. Or or so that it would be, oh, oh, well, this is obvious. Obviously, we're just making shit up now because there's a zoinks. How would there yeah. be a zoinks if, there, if we weren't making shit up? That's not the way lawyering works, but it is, I believe, the way this movie works. I just, yeah. I oh, God. Creative. Andrew, please tell me that's the way it works. I'm going to go buy a soundboard in the middle of this record yeah. and just like zoinks the address of a Supreme Court justice. Yeah. Other, otherwise, we would have had the like gathering water montage from Fantasia playing in the background of every god awful movie yeah, ever. Right. ever so, yeah. yeah. So, okay, so while they're having this conversation about all the crimes that they probably are doing, but not specifically, (laughs) we cut back to Kitty, right? She's still in the hotel room and she's got it on her laptop to Google Joe Biden scandal. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Or I'm sorry, to Giggio, because damned if Google was going to let them use their logo for this tripe. She's (laughs) Giggioing a Joe Biden scandal. (sighs) And possibly the least realistic part of the movie is that she's not finding anything, right? Yeah. She's, oh, well, there's just no scandalous stuff about Joe Biden. Apropos of nothing, if you type Hunter Biden laptop into Google right now, like me, you will get 4.75 million. <laughs> You're hits. right. So, yeah. you know, but yeah. Fun fact if you type Hunter Biden laptop, Omega Brain comes out of your CD drive. <laughs> it's just, uh, they automatically send it there. Yeah, I got, I got lots of CD drives. <laughs> I, got, I got a Commodore 64 in the basement too. Yeah. <laughs> so, and we cut back to the car. And of course, they, tr- they try occasionally, and I feel like they forget for very long periods that they were going for this to have Joe Biden jumble his words up in a humorous <sighs> way. Yeah. Here and there. At one point, he's like, hey, can this ruin my erection? And literally, the movie goes, boing. Yes. Uh huh. But they're still, of course, talking about what's on the laptop. And he's like, a lot of naked selfies on it. I My dick a lot. And also probably crimes. Also probably crimes. Right. Which, again, like... The movie feels very confident in being like his dick was on that laptop. And we're like, sure. Yeah, my dick's on my laptop, man. That's the point. <laughs> so where else would you put your dick? Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. So now we cut back to Kitty. Now she's brought her bodyguard Tyrone in. The movie will forget this character's name, but he's named Tyrone at first and then Daryl later. This is 100% true. <laughs> Do you think it just it just had like, you know, African-American sounding name in the script? They literally forgot the black guy's name. Oh, yes. God. No, yeah, no, I, yeah. absolutely. I, I believe that you're right, Andrew. It just said African-American name in brackets when this character was referred to. Yeah, in the credits, he's <laughs> Kayshawn Mankin. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> and and I just want to know, was it this actor's choice or was it stage direction of like, you must deliver every line like you're fucking Morpheus from the Matrix? Yeah, like, I, but it is. They have literally only ever seen Lawrence Fishburne act. They're like, yeah. you know, like the guy who's well, the black like actor. you in the way that we can't say. Like, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh. So he's helping Kitty now Google Joe Biden scandals. And she's like, you know, I just can't find anything scandalous about him. And he's like. Well, you know, the problem is, is you're not using Breitbart, (laughs) (laughs) which means, by the way, someone at Breitbart paid this black actor to recommend Breitbart so that a black person would have recommended Breitbart at some point. And it actually goes even a layer deeper than that. She's like, isn't that a super racist website? And he's like, yep, I'm black. It can't be racist. He says, quote, 
I'm the black face of white supremacy. And mm. they both have a laugh about it. But but you are, though, right? Like, right. like, like, like you you are defending a site that platforms white supremacists. Like, yeah. <laughs> and white supremacists already have their own black face. They brought some uh, from home. <laughs> But, but 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 yes, right. So a white person wrote those lines for an African-American actor and then paid him to say <sighs> them is what we're watching. We're the good guys. Yeah. And then thought to themselves, trail covered. Nailed yes, it. right. <laughs> yes. Right. All right. So we head back to the car. Joe Biden is yelling at Hunter for being a porn addict, because, again, that's probably something that really was on his laptop. Right. Mm hmm. And in another no, you are moment. Uh, <laughs> no, no, please, please go forward. Please proceed, yeah. Senator. <laughs> Joe Biden says to him, and I quote, well, you know, I could rape a girl on Fifth Avenue and the media would still just be talking about Trump grabbing girls by the pussy. The thing in the head. Did they say Fifth Avenue? They even say Fifth Avenue. <sighs> yeah. I'm sorry. I'm I'll be back when I have collected the bits of my brain. <laughs> no, that's all right. I get it. Somewhere. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. And then in one of the most like, oh, God, these are real people moments of this movie. He then explains how he fucked not just his late brother's wife, but also her sister at the same time. Mm -hmm. Those are probably real human beings that they're making that cartoonish allegation against you know that's <sighs> well noah if we're not going to take the word of hunter biden's incredibly embittered ex-wife's biography which went through several edits with white ring media consultants before it was released then i don't know who to trust okay <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry but last time i checked my exes actually say the truest things about me yeah no that's true that's true they too <laughs> so so yeah so biden's like i wish you'd been the one that got cancer and and hunter's like i wish you'd been the one that died in the crash and i'm just like these are real fucking people god damn it and again this doesn't need to be part of your weird hit piece no it doesn't no one is sitting there going look maybe you participate in the uyghur genocide that's one thing but do not talk to your father that way <laughs> i am no longer a fan of Hunter Biden. I'll say it right now. I don't love I don't love the Biden family structure. <laughs> yeah, there's one point I don't even know what they were going for here. At one point, apropos of nothing, Joe Biden's character starts talking about the time he beat a man to death with a chain. <laughs> I feel like that's there. Tell me, Andrew, did the lawyer make him put that they're like, you have to have at least one that's like claim that's so egregious we can point to it later and say, no, 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 couldn't possibly have been. Right, right, yeah. They, they, Your Honor, no one could possibly take anything that Eli Bosnick says on god-awful movies seriously. Right, yeah. Within the first three minutes, the character of Eli Bosnick threatens... <laughs> I, I've, I've worked on this. Uh, yeah, on not this yet, sure. just, okay, all right. Just in, case, just in case you're wondering. Yeah. Andrew does it as he goes to sleep at night. I, I do. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, honestly, I'm only asking the question so that you know I've been paying attention in the, in the uh, training <laughs> videos that you send us. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. There's also another one of these, like, you know, we're being wacky moments where Joe Biden's like, well, at least tell me that you're not still using drugs. And he's like, no, dad, I'm off the drugs. And then the words fact check appear on the screen real big. And there's an alarm that's really far too loud compared to the way that the rest of the movie is dubbed. Also, can we just take for a second to appreciate that the people at Breitbart News literally do not know the difference between the words fact check and getting caught lying. Right. Yeah. 
<laughs> no, no. Every every time we make something up, someone says fact check. That's just yeah. what you know when you sneeze, you say type. When yeah. you lie, you say fact check. <laughs> Trust me, I know I'm bright by news. <laughs> Oh, that's so good. Oh, shit. So, okay. So we cut back to Joe and Hunter, and they're going to talk about all their various shady deals in Ukraine and China for no reason and unprompted. (laughs) Uh, The line is, Dad, I did a lot of deals with foreign agents and their government since the movie defending the guy who stole our nuclear secrets. At a certain point, they're going to talk about him stealing nuclear secrets, Andrew. You just wait. (laughs) Right. And he's like, and and of course, Joe Biden's like, hey, wait a minute. That laptop doesn't have anything that would incriminate me on any of those deals in Ukraine or China, does it? And he's like, no, we never used your name, which is the only reason that there's no evidence that what we're claiming in this movie is based in truth because we didn't <laughs> use your name. Yeah. Now, keeping in mind, of course, that it's not illegal for Hunter Biden to do deals in China and the Ukraine while his, his dad's vice president. No. Right? So, okay, yeah. So it's <laughs> just to be clear. All right. But then we cut to Ukraine. To show just how shady Joe Biden really is. <laughs> this is uh, Gina Gestapo like turns to camera and says, let me clear up a few things on this Ukraine deal and then pulls out the yarn and the push pins and goes to fucking town. She starts with Viktor Yanukovych, and I'm sitting there going, like, "Oh yeah, oh you, that's where you want to start. You don't want to start with how Yanukovych got elected, say mm-hmm. by having Paul Manafort, yes! your guy's fucking campaign manager, go over there and get a pro-Russian stooge elected president of Ukraine. I don't know as a training run, like yeah." A- Oh. Right, right. No, exactly. And well, well, let's face it, man. She didn't even bother to learn how to pronounce Yanukovych. So no, she yeah, she wasn't going to do like Yukovych or I, I. Yeah, it was very. Let's talk about President Yakko Wacko scattering yes. and dot. President Weird Al Yankovic. <laughs> so yeah, so but she says, you know, there's Victor Yanukovych. Is uh, he was in a movie with uh, with Demi Moore, who was in <laughs> a movie with uh, with Tom Cruise. Who's yeah. Right. So he's doing that and we're watching it happen. So Yanukovych is sitting there in his little, I don't know, fucking evil murder den or whatever. And somebody says, hi, I'm a murder banker. I'm here to launder your money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but again, it's too many steps apart. So people just keep getting added yes. and convoluting it more. Right. Because if this was an actual conspiracy, right, if we were writing a mob movie, it would be like, hey, I'm Hunter Biden's associate and I'm here to help you out. But instead, it's like, I'm the murder banker. This is my caterer. Yeah. Who yes, also, right, right. This is her cousin. He, he's catered in the in the four seasons. <laughs> this part involves Ario Speedwagon, but bear with me, okay? <laughs> uh, Whose birthday just happens to be the same. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> oh gosh. Yeah, and and of course this all ends in a in a sequence where Hunter Biden, Viktor Yanukovych, and some other Russian oligarch are all like fuck monologuing and conspiring together fucking chicks together yeah in the insane fever dream of connections that breitbart news has made hunter 
the very unfortunate crack addict Biden was somehow a crack addict unable to not film himself jerking off on his laptop and also participated in multiple orgies with genocidal leaders in Ukraine. Well, right. And also, let's let's keep in mind that what this movie has done is it's like, you know, well, Yanukovych knew this guy who was also bad, who knew this guy who was also bad, who knew this guy who was on the board of some of uh, Burisma with Hunter Biden, which is basically the same as them all lining up and having sex together. Right. <laughs> and, and let's just uh, we need to be absolutely clear about this. They they put all of the criming here in the mouth of the person of Ivan Doloretsky, and I don't need to tell you that's not a real person, right? Like, and they, would, they would come back and be like, oh, see, we're all, it's all just the fun and the jokes. Of the game. But like the credulous dipshits who are watching this are supposed to think that that was an actual person. Right. Oh, very much so. Yeah. yeah. And of course, the, the Gina Gestapo finishes this all off, and I'm just like, oh, no, this is way better than a title role in a Mandalorian spinoff. It's a great life choice <laughs> you made, I bet you. You did it. Good for you, girl. Good for you. Uh, she could have been Thunder Punch forever, or whatever the hell her character was in Deadpool. <laughs> just time traveling, Gina Carano tackles herself. No! <laughs> I demand to be second fiddle to Ryan Reynolds for life. <laughs> So, okay, so then we cut to Joe Biden making shady deals in Kiev. They, they've spelled it in the imperialist Russian way. I feel like they should have talked to their handlers and been like, hey, guys, that's um, the, really pretty much the only people who are pronouncing it and spelling it that way are the ones genociding that country right now. And they were like, we said call it Kiev. It's like, okay, we're going. <laughs> All right. And, and this plot point is, I, I, I put all of that in scare quotes, but is is Joe Biden, you know, the famous head of a criminal family of real estate moguls <laughs> tossing around a billion dollars in loan guarantees because, you know, they've got that. And you're like, I, uh, well, right. So and, and, and what they're saying is, well, you know, there was a billion dollars in aid to Ukraine, but Joe Biden was making it contingent on like a favor from the Ukrainian president. And I'm like, you are your guy got impeached. <laughs> we have him on tape. He did exactly the thing that you're saying that Hunt, that you are implying that Hunter Biden half did on Joe Biden's behalf. I, with the words, first, you have to do us a favor, though. End of quote. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I think it is literally for this purpose. I think it's so you are that this movie is intended to confuse Uncle Frank. Yeah. So that when when you are talking to Uncle Frank, and you go, oh, no, he was actually on tape saying that. And he's like, no, that was Joe Biden. You're right. Wow. And so that that young person will be like, you're an idiot. I'm never speaking to you again. Yep. And then the movie says, yeah, your friends and relatives will call you idiots and never <laughs> speak to you again. And you'll be like, that movie was right. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> nailed it. Uh, and we cut back to Hunter and Joe in the car. And this is the actual line that we get. Joe Biden turns to Hunter and goes, so let's talk about the, our, our uh, Ukrainian quid pro quo. I would like to exchange goods or services for sexual favors. Yeah. <laughs> One drugs, please. Yeah. <laughs> and apparently I think they're going for, I, I guess probably at some point Joe Biden said quid pro crow or something because they keep coming back to the mispronunciation of quid pro quo. Okay. I'm going to throw this out there. It's a, it's a, it's a hail Mary. 
I don't think anyone at Breitbart News knew which exactly quid pro quo. They were like, there was a big fight in the writer's room. One was like, quick pro quo. And the other was like, it's quid pro group. And like, they, this was the, this movie was the compromise. That's my guess. We're going to use everybody's pronunciation <laughs> once. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> but yeah, he's like, don't worry. The media is helping us to pin all of our Ukrainian misdeeds on Trump. Yeah, and let me just say, it's really convenient that they're doing that because he happens to be doing all those right. things. <laughs> right, yeah, exactly. It's working out great. <laughs> so, all right. So, meanwhile, fucking Tyrone is... Exp- is, is, is Jesus Christ, speaking of you are, Tyrone is explaining the concept of nepotism to Kitty and why that <laughs> would be bad. <laughs> I'm sorry. This was the point in which I stopped being able to write notes. And I was like, I, I just, I have to fucking tap yep. out guys. Like the, I, the line was, you know, nepotism is when you use political channels to benefit your own family. That was delivered in the Morpheus voice. Yes. Like, yes. Uh, yes. And Andrew Torres's next three notes are ha 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 ha. I was picturing like a Joker situation where Andrew's kid had been bleached and <laughs> smile started to play. He starts dancing down the stairs to the Why so office. serious. Yeah. I, I, it, I, it can't we please just get just get I would have given every dollar I have ever or will ever make in my entire life to just smash cut this up with Kellyanne Conway sneering in the Oval Office going like, oh, the Hatch Act. Yeah. Let me know when the <laughs> sentence begins for shilling Melania's line of clothing yes. for which Trump's office of legal counsel recommended that she be fired. Yes. Right. And there, your guys looked at this and was like, come on, even for us, like, I, you know, <laughs> this is like the head lawyer at the Legion of Doom being like, all right, come on. Like, you know, yeah. <laughs> We're kicking you out of the floating skull for that one. <laughs> also, you got to get rid of the Riddler. All right. He's just, he's just a guy. He's just a mentally ill person. <laughs> Yeah, and there's also this great moment where, like, Tyrone starts to narrate a thing, and then Gina Carano cuts in, and she's like, no, motherfuckers, I'm the goddamn narrator here. And, oh, dear. And- no, 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 hey, hey. <laughs> so- I did not give over my entire career over a Twitter fight to be out-narrated by some guy whose name we can't remember in the movie. <laughs> so, and once again, so a lot of this movie has to be spent with them saying, now, sure, uh, these claims are not true, right? Because <laughs> that, that's what she cuts into say. She, they, they're like, you know, and Hunter was in the Ukraine doing all of these terrible things. And yes, it is true that he never actually went to Ukraine. And then we're like, well, but but then everything that you said has to be wrong. Yes, but I wrote in my notes. Okay, I'm confused. What is their source, if not the Bidens or the truth? Yeah. <laughs> So and then, of course, there's this weird scene where Joe Biden and and Hunter are standing in front of a projector because that makes them look more sinister discussing, you know, Joe's cut of the Burisma deal. But the actors, they did it wrong. So the actors are just like, yeah, dad, we, ah, sorry, it's, the light is in my eyes. Anyways, <laughs> ow, ah, <laughs> quick, ah, right. And also the occasional times when they've tried to like mesh in the bits of their story like the the Burisma deal we were told was $83,000 a month now at, at, again don't don't get me wrong I would like to have $83,000 mm-hmm. I would like to have $83,000 a month but we have seen 
Hunter Biden, the character, casually throw a hundred thousand dollars at like a strip club MC, right? right. Like yeah. the idea of Joe Biden needs to take ten percent, eight, eight grand, because you know, that's daddy's taste. And you're like, what even is this? Oh yeah. No, no, Hunter, now now I, Joe Biden, lifelong senator, can open a, a high yield savings account at Citizen Bank. You don't understand. You do, I've got the minimum, kiddo. You do four more of these deals and Daddy can buy himself a Hyundai. Come on. <laughs> Daddy can buy himself a Dodge Stratus. I plan to lease myself a Kia yeah, Sorento yeah, with this yeah. money, son. Jesus Christ. And then, oh, and then back with Kitty and Tyrone, Kitty's asking about Hunter's father's brother's nephew's cousin's former roommate, <laughs> right. Devin Archer. Right? They're like, oh, you know who else was tangentially involved with uh, Hunter Biden and eventually got arrested by the FBI? Again, you are. You're every single person he ever interacted with twice went to jail. <laughs> That's <laughs> your guy. The day that they released this movie, the guy who made your company what it is got arrested. Yes. Right. <laughs> yeah. right. That would be like if we were releasing this episode the day Heath got arrested. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, for this, this movie doesn't drop till next week. So Yeah, you that's know. fair. Yep, no, you're right. So, <laughs> uh, so yeah so and then we cut to hunter and this character devin archer who we've just sh shoehorned in and he's trying to beg hunter to get him out of going to jail right now the implication here is that hunter is going to use his influence with his dad to get this guy off of crimes that he did but then even in the movie that doesn't happen <laughs> Yep. It's your move. You did not have to write in here the like, yeah. And then he went to jail. And I'm just sitting here thinking, like, come on, even one of you, like, motherfuckers is not sitting there watching going, hmm, wait a second. If the Bidens control the media and the Justice Department, why did they arrest Hunter <laughs> right. Biden's best friend, business partner, Archer Pal? Well, no, they're. They're the head of all those things. They're just not good at it. Yeah. No, right. okay. <laughs> and again, your guy literally promised people pardons in advance of their crimes. If there's a pardon list, I'd like to be on it. <laughs> that is, by the way, the savior of this movie. <laughs> right. Yeah. We'll utter that line. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. They're like, oh, and also Hunter Biden. Sorry, we're not done saying you are yet. Hunter Biden has several connections to Russian spies. Yes. <laughs> right. Your production company has several connections <laughs> to Russian spies. It's entirely possible a Russian spy wrote this scene of the yeah. movie. <laughs> like there, there's a non-zero chance that like it was a little awkward in the office that day for the Russian spy. <laughs> When they showed the movie and all the people were like, hey, Vlad, you know we don't mean you, right? Like, we love you. We're just doing the... And he's like, no, no, it is, it is okay. It's okay. You got to do what you got to do. Oh, and we see this, the Russian girl in this, that the, the, I don't know, the point of connection between him and Kevin Bacon, her fucking Russian accent is downright... Herklian, okay. Oh, 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 oh yeah. Well, Jesus wonderful. give you candy. <laughs> also, just a, another tiny, beautiful moment of cluelessness. So the Russian spy that they're accusing Hunter Biden of knowing is a lesbian. And we see that because she is having 
missionary lesbian sex with yes. another woman. Uh, that's that's how the two ladies do it, right? right. <laughs> uh, uh. No, they're scissoring. And of course, yes, yeah, she gets a she gets a phone call mid fuck and answers it mid fuck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh-huh. Could have had her doing anything. The the fucking pervy ass production company's like, but she'd be in her underwear, right? But she'd be in her underwear kissing another girl, though. <laughs> Why is half the writer room crying? <laughs> and again, I I realize this is not funny, but I just I just need to say. Donald Trump Jr. met with members of yes. the Russian intelligence community in Trump Tower in the middle of the 2016 yes. presidential campaign. You do not need to invent like, well, maybe there was this connection to Hunter by like, oh, yeah, <sighs> it's all right. And, and of course, we're just bouncing. It, it, this movie is still, you know, in terms of what's actually physically happened in the film. Joe Biden's still sitting in the car with Hunter and the girl is still sitting in the hotel room with Tyrone. Like no one's moved since the end of the first act, right? We've just no. been flashing back. and Oh, we are several doodly doos in. Yeah, that's yeah. right. <laughs> right. Nested doodly doos. At this point, you can see the actors getting nervous. They're like, the whole movie's not in the car, right? <laughs> I saw on the shot schedule that we're not here tomorrow. So, so, they have to- <laughs> so But is that another doodly do? Is that a in doodly do doodly do but then they have to get to like what they think is the checkmate in this whole argument right which is that joe biden pressured ukraine to fire a prosecutor who was investigating burisma <laughs> and and they actually play this the the real clip at the end although they they play it you know edited like the like nancy pelosi blinking uncontrollably right, <laughs> right mean, yeah it's it's great but this is the worst bit of propaganda in the movie because it it is adjacent enough to the truth yes that it might fool somebody so here's what actually happened acting at the behest of the white house With full authorization from the White House and Congress, Joe Biden did threaten to condition U.S. aid to Ukraine on the condition that the new president, right, not the guy, their guy got into office who turned out to be a pro-Russian stooge and fled the country and now lives in Russia, right? But the incoming new president, Poroshenko, fire the corrupt former prosecutor that their guy put in place who 100% was not investigating Hunter Biden. Right. Right. So so all of this like meant to be quick pro quo like (laughs) this is you have to fire the guy who is not indicting my son, not investigating my son for somebody who's less corrupt, who might. Right. Right. It's it's the opposite of nepotism. Well, yeah, and and let's keep in mind that not only was Joe Biden acting in accordance with bipartisan foreign policy from the U.S., but also the European Union wanted this guy gone, the World Bank wanted this guy gone, the IMF. Everyone had said, hey, look, this guy is absolutely corrupt as all fuck. He can't be your lead prosecutor on any damn thing, right? So, yeah, everybody was in on this one, apparently. Yeah, in order for this to be corruption or quid pro quo or nepotism or whatever, it has to be sort of like a poorly thought out sci-fi film right like biden was like no in the future this prosecutor (laughs) will come after my son for his ukrainian deals with china to massacre the weak yeah (laughs) (sighs) right and of course as soon as he says like you know oh there was nothing wrong with that the fact check things blares onto the screen again it says and it actually says it they write out the words quick pro crow 
Again, again, yeah. writers, <laughs> writers meeting fist fight. I'm telling you. Okay. Yeah. No, that makes more sense than anything else. And then Gina Gestapo stops. She looks right into the camera and she's like, so weird because they accused Trump of making a phone call doing the same thing they were doing. And I'm like, but we accused. Are you saying that's not him on that phone call? We have the transcript, <laughs> right? I, your guy released that because he thought it would help. Yes. That's how bad it was. Right. Yeah. Is Donald Trump in on the conspiracy against yeah. Donald Trump now? Just Donald Trump walking backwards in an oxygen mask. No, trust me. This is all <laughs> me and Robert Pattinson have a plan. <laughs> trust me. Oh, and if you don't, if you don't get that joke, shame on you. You should watch that movie. It's way better than people <laughs> say it is. All right, so so yeah, we cut back to Hunter and and Joe. They're still in the car. They're still expositing because honestly, because the screenwriters are so fucking vacuous that they couldn't come up with any way to get this information out into the movie other than one conspirator turning to the other and saying, "Remember that time when we blanked?" Yeah, <laughs> right. I also want to point out that this point is I'm going to call it the lightning round of just like mean shit about Hunter. Very little of it is crimes. This is where they're just like, um, also he's art is bad. Yep. Well, and he sells that art for money. That's probably corrupt. Yeah. And who, who has money? Joe Biden. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) But yeah, and then so, so, but just then Joe Biden gets a call and they try to do this gag with, oh, he's so old, he doesn't know how things work. So he's got his cell phone upside down and he's like, I can't hear a thing. And then Hunter's like, you've got your phone upside down. But like the writers don't know how technology, you you would obviously be able to hear your fucking phone even if you had it upside down. I mean, yeah, fucking duh. Also, they just need to pick whether or not Joe Biden is a international mastermind behind billions of dollars of aid or a bumbling old man incapable of speaking English. Right. Because they switch between sentences what they think he is. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So so he gets a phone call. It turns out that the FBI has subpoenaed the laptop, but it's okay because as they admit in the movie, the repair shop guy that they got it from is a Trumper. And the media is going to label it as a a Russian disinformation campaign. So apparently that phone call was from the media. The media (laughs) was calling him. I don't know. Yeah. No, thank you, the media. Yes. Uh, Happy Shabbos to you as well, my (laughs) friends. And Hunter's like, Russian disinformation. We're using that excuse again. Yeah, they did it a lot, man. Yeah, no, you guys... You guys use Russian spies a lot. Yeah. Again, Vladdy's just sitting there like, I don't think, do you guys feel like we do too much Russian? <laughs> you seen for, it works. Can I just say it keeps working on your country? It's like upsetting how often it works. So I feel like I'm corner trapping a democracy. Right now. <laughs> yeah. And then there's this weird, so Hunter Biden goes back in. Joe Biden goes to leave and he says to Gina Gestapo, she, he's like, hey, can you uh, stop by Dairy Queen on the way? I want an ice cream. And she's like, he does eat Dairy Queen ice cream. They talked about it on CNN instead of the laptop. Except even then they have to say like, and CNN went on about how his favorite uh, flavor is chocolate chip. They, guys, they do not serve chocolate chip at Dairy Queen, okay? Like, Dairy Queen is soft serve. No, that's not a flavor of ice cream. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you get chocolate or vanilla, that's it. You can dip the cone. You can get the peanut butter parfait. That's delicious. That's nice. But, no. yeah, that's good. But again, who was that for? 
Right. right. Like who was sitting at home that was like, I remain skeptical of you. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Chocolate chip blizzards. Mm. Yeah. No. And, and then there's this like sequence of the Joe Biden character imagining himself doing a glamour shot with Gina Gestapo. In a, that was super weird. I feel like the actor requested that. He was like, I want to dry hump the Star Wars lady. And they were like, you can dry hump the Star Wars lady. <laughs> and the production, line. the pervy production guys are just like, I want you to dry hump the Star Wars lady too. And she was like, I want to shut the fuck up in 2017. <laughs> oh boy, do I want to shut the fuck up. Ugh. <laughs> uh. Uh, and just in case you're thinking to yourself, well, at least it's as bad as it's going to get. She turns to the camera and she says, also, I know this is a little, I swear this is what she says. I know this is a little off topic, but Epstein didn't kill himself. <laughs> so good. Hey, how come I can see Chicago from Lake Michigan if the <laughs> earth is curved, huh? Checkmate glow beds. Podcast listener. If I may part the curtain, there are moments in our careers where Noah and Heath will just let me put some bizarre internal lore bullshit into our podcasts and hope that just as you're doing your dishes, you ignore it. This is that moment for this movie. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> Whoever the Eli of their writer's room was like finally wiped the tears from his face and was like, and you mean it? It can be at the act break. And they were like, it can be at the act break. <laughs> You can make the Wool Dasher missile through concurrent throughout all the podcasts. All right. Well, I'll tell you what. I guess quick before they start explaining how the Fed is a fucking Ponzi scheme, we didn't take another break. But before that, I'm going to give Ashley the hard sell. Does Hunter Biden control a mob of axe-wielding goons? Is the media in on it? Are the Bidens responsible for the Uyghur genocide in China? Find out the answers an idiot would give to these questions and more when we return for the convoluted conclusion of... My son, Hunter. And so then I'll be like, well, two, three, four, five. If you liked. Mm. No, I'm telling you, we got to give it at least a 10 count. Yeah. No, smart, because it could be on the ground. That dipped. Hey, guys, uh, you said you had a problem with, with this week's recording? We sure do, Andrew. Noah and I just realized that a lot of people aren't listening to our podcast on Raycon wireless earbuds. Oh, what are Raycon wireless earbuds? Raycon's everyday earbuds look, feel, and sound better than ever. With optimized gel tips for the perfect in-ear fit, these earbuds are so comfortable and they will not budge. Trust me. But if our listeners aren't wearing them, we need to build pauses into the podcast for earbud replacement. We sure do. Raycons give you eight hours of playtime and a 32-hour battery life, which is plenty for our show. But in case they aren't wearing them, we're thinking of shortening the shows to 11 minutes. And 10 seconds. And, and 10 seconds, right. Plus, Raycons are priced just right. You get quality audio at half the price of other premium audio brands. Raycon gave us a pair to try when they became a sponsor, and I love using them when I walk, when I work, or even when I travel, which is why I, No Illusions, personally endorse them as a product. Wow, well, those sound just swell. Um, where can I get a pair? Go to buyraycon.com slash gam today to get 15% off your Raycon order. That's buyraycon.com slash gam to score 15% off buyraycon.com slash gam. All right, well... Uh, 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 Andrew, they haven't gotten the Raycons yet. <sighs> right. Well, two, three, four. That sounds great. We should probably tell him about the 10 count. He needs to know about the 10 count. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, right. I, I understand that, but Heath, uh, the company can't claim a tariff exemption for souvenir cheese. Well, look, there's no need for name-calling. Uh, 
look, look, Keith, I, I need to let you go. Uh, Eli and Noah are here for our meeting. No, no, I, I, I'm going to let him sit in any chair he wants. All right. Okay. Look, I'm not going to talk to you while you're like that. Look, I'm hanging up now. Gentlemen. Hey, Andrew. Present. Oh, Eli, I've told you before, you don't have to bring a gift every time you come by. I insist. Spark plugs. Yeah. They're from your car. I washed them. Thank you. In the washing machine. Uh, yeah, sure, of course. I got it. Uh, look, how can I help you, gentlemen? We want to make a movie. Really? Uh, uh, about what? About Lawrence Fox. Who's Lawrence Fox? Well, he's the star of this week's movie. Uh, he's the actor who plays Hunter Biden. I, I see. Yeah, we want to make a biopic about how Fox publicly opposed the George Floyd protests and opposed vaccination during COVID-19. And then after finding the Reclaim Party, Fox stood unsuccessfully in the 2021 London mayoral election in opposition to what he deemed extreme political correctness. He gained 1.9% of the vote, losing his deposit. Uh, well, gentlemen, since those are exact quotes from Wikipedia, I, I, I guess you could do that. Sure, sure. But can we imply that the reason he lost the election so miserably is that he was distracted drinking the urine of children that he buys on the internet? No, no, you could absolutely not do that. There is no reason to believe that's true. Well, right, sure, but this movie... Look, I do not care what the lunatics from Breitbart did in this movie. I'm telling you, it's a bad idea legally to have a major plot point of your movie be that Lawrence Fox lost his mayoral bid because he was drinking children's urine. That he bought on the internet. That he bought anywhere. Okay, okay. Can his catchphrase still be, Mamma Mia, that's a nice tall glass of urine. I know, and I'm, I'm pretty sure he doesn't have an Italian accent. Well, Italian people live all over the world now, Andrew. It's true. They're all over. <laughs> okay, look, I'm going to say this as clearly as possible. Please, please do not imply that Lawrence Fox drinks children's urine no matter where he bought it. Okay, it's not legally protected, and we have no grounds to put that forward. Okay, can we still use hashtag Larry Drinks Pee for the movie? No. You ruin everything, Why do you Andrew? hate art, Andrew? I could have been a senator from Texas. <laughs> <laughs> and we're back for still more of this shit. We're going to rejoin the action with Hunter heading back in from his, his car conversation that lasted all of Act 2 <laughs> to chat with Kitty some more. This is where they forget Tyrone's name and he calls him Daryl. Yep. <laughs> mm -hmm. Sends Daryl out for a glass of milk. <laughs> mm -hmm. This is where Kitty's like, hey, have you seen all this stuff about your laptop? And he's like, don't worry, it's just for Breitbart and it's for idiots and white supremacists. And I had this thought, I was like, when that stuff happens in their movies, are idiots and white supremacists watching this like, hey, say my name in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Like, like some of my YouTube channels, I'm a patron. They'll say my name occasionally. I'm like, ah, it's fun. It's fun. I like it. <laughs> well, and Kitty's like, yeah, don't let it stress you out. She's like, nothing that you could do could be as bad as the stuff that Donald Trump has literally done publicly. Like, even the stuff that we're accusing you of in every single instance is something that Trump did publicly, right? Yeah. So then I guess they fuck. 
I yeah. so fuck is doing a lot of heavy lifting in that sense. Okay, <laughs> like I keep waiting for Eli's doodly do here about how you know the writers' room of fifteen people who have never had sex, other than <laughs> in the missionary position with a sky daddy above them looking on disapprovingly, would would have to write a sex scene, right? Because that's what you get in this movie. Right, right. They kiss a little bit and then they just like go below the camera while everybody's like, and then I guess he puts his penis in her That's when I pee my balls into your butt. (laughs) (laughs) So, okay. So then we cut to their post-coital incriminating exposition. (laughs) Mm -hmm. She loves him now, by the way. So one of the many lies that this movie is pushing is the hooker really likes you, Breitbart News. Yeah, right, right. uh (laughs) Uh-huh. But he loves her, too, now at this point, right? He's like, that was the best sex ever. And she's like, in what way? He's like, in ways that our writer knows about. (laughs) Our writer knows all about the sex with women. (laughs) Your boobs were like bags of sand. You were so dry. It was just perfect. There was definitely no infection going on or anything. Sharp clap. Sharp clap. And then, and then we have a debate over what the movie says next, because I swear he said, usually to come, I have to do something with pinky, but, but, but you guys have kinky down. So well, I don't no, no, do. no. he says, I usually have to do something. I, I'm with you. I think he says with my pinky. And then she says, Oh, I can do kinky. Oh, so I think they're both are. I, I think you guys are both right. Mm-hmm. But and, and at this point, she says, oh, by the way, my name's not really Kitty. It's Grace Anderson. And I'm just like, oh, fuck you. I'm not. No, no. I have you yeah. as Kitty. You're going to stay Kitty. God damn it. And note, by the way, that even later in the movie, when she is talking to her non porn evil underworld contact, they still call her Kitty. Yeah. So, uh-huh. yeah. Yeah. The movie, yeah. the movie forgets that just like it forgets poor Tyrone's name. Also. Yeah. Right. Also. So he's like, hey, I have a gift for you. And it's a gift a la Eli going to Andrew's office in a yeah. skit. <laughs> glass, glass full of sneezes. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> Some Tootsie Roll water. Yeah, right. He's like, look, it's a picture of me and my dead brother when we were kids. And she's like, but why would I want that? He's like, it advances the plot in some weird way. I don't know. I don't know. And then he proposes. He asks her to marry him. And she says no. And she says no, because that's. That's not how their crazy story goes, even in their head. And okay, by the way, just in case you weren't annoyed enough by this fucking movie, (laughs) starting here, there will be an unanswered ringing phone in the background. There might as well just be a bunch of people with long fingernails and chalkboards walking around. Yep, for the rest of the scene. <laughs> and it is right on the level of Weird Al's Albuquerque, right? Like it it rings <laughs> yes. for the next 11 minutes. And <laughs> it's unbelievable. Yeah. And she's like, okay, well, here, I'll tell you what. I'll make you a deal. You're still obviously worried about the laptop thing. Why don't you just tell me all the incriminating stuff that about you, and then I'll know what to keep secret. And he's like, that's a great idea. We could really get the rest of the movie out in that manner. And she's like, we sure could. It would make perfect sense now. I would not have to sit in the car with the guy who thinks he's Kelsey Grammer. I, yeah. <laughs> this is brilliant. Yeah. So, yeah, so he's apparently act two was about Ukraine. Now, act three is going to be all about China. Right. So he's like, 
you know, China's a pretty sticky topic for me and my dad. And I'm like, you know, Trump's daughter was literally granted 18 Chinese trademarks in a two month period while yeah. he was president at one point. Yeah. You know that, right? When he says my dad and I don't talk about China, I wrote in my notes, same movie, same. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, so he's like, but, you know, so I, anyway, so I was peddling my influence illegally in China when and then just then somebody comes to the door at somebody with a hotel and they're like, uh, yeah, I've been trying to call you just to really annoy the fuck out of Andrew and Eli and, and Noah. <laughs> but you have to leave. And he's like, no, I'm rich, so I'm going to throw money at you until you go away. But here's the thing. He throws money at him, but then he's throwing credit cards. He's like, look, I got a bunch of credit cards. Is is having a bunch of credit cards bragging? Because, <laughs> oh, what's this? Another maxed out Discover card? Yeah. I'm going to need a bigger wallet. <laughs> so, yeah, but so but they don't kick him out, apparently. And then we cut to a fuck it to a different post-coital exposition scene, right? In the last one, she didn't have a shirt on. But in this one, she doesn't have pants on. Yeah. It's doing the classic dress shirt and nothing else, which she will have for the rest of the film, even though they're going to be in different locations. I really wanted it to like slowly grow sweat stained and start to <laughs> flex of food. When she leaves in a huff later, she will not do so with pants. No, nope, no. So but he's still telling her about all his shady dealings in China. So we get we flash cut to him meeting Chinese bigwigs. Yeah, we flash cut to him meeting Chinese bigwigs to a music note that I can only describe as you're trying to start a fight with a Chinese guy and you're in the wrong. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> the music is so offensive that I'm and I mean this, if I were to do an impersonation of it on our podcast, I would be like, eh, feels a little problematic. <laughs> yes, <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh huh. Just picture your grandma doing some racist stuff against Asian people. Did you do it? You nailed it. That's the music right now as we cut to China. And the voiceover, Hunter Biden is saying, yeah, you know, it's a, I was meeting all these Chinese bankers. It was like meeting the head of Goldman Sachs. And I'm like, was it like meeting the head of Deutsche Bank? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, so they're they're tying more yarn to more pushpins. He's like, and that's when I helped China build fighter jets and take over rare earth minerals. Yes. What? What? <laughs> and seriously, Eli, like, I, I get the sense you're a little, you know, more adjacent to crazy town than uh, than Noah and I. It's like, what even is this supposed to be? Thank you, Andrew. Okay. Thank you, Andrew. I'm glad you asked. I'm glad you asked because this is very important. As you know, the banking company that Hunter was temporarily on the board of was part of an international banking conglomerate. <gasps> and several companies from China were also part of that conglomerate. Borrowed money from a bank? Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. That just... <laughs> was it Hunter Biden's bank, you ask? No, but it was a bank that was part of the bank conglomerate. <laughs> <laughs> Let, let me put it this way. You know how famous serial killer Ted Bundy banked at Chase, and so do you? Your serial killer Ted Bundy, Andrew. <laughs> Understood. Understood. Got it. So, My Chase guy listens to this podcast, just so you know. No, right, well, on. there you Hi. go. Hi, Dave. So, and, and also, look, 
once again in this stupid fucking movie, they have to have him say, now, of course, everything that I did was entirely legal. And what? she's like, oh, and then why are we even talking about it in this hit piece? We're just making shit up. <laughs> Not just that. They also have to admit that when Hunter Biden found out that there were members of the banking conglomerate loaning to these Chinese companies that had these nefarious things, he actually withdrew from the company entirely. They admit that at some point yes. in the movie. And they're like, yeah, but, you know, he didn't give all the money back like the end of a fucking Batman movie or whatever. It is <laughs> him to do. But before he can tell us any more of this convoluted conspiracy shit, he's going to need a little more crack. Right. Yep. So he he smokes a little crack and, and we continue on. And she's like, wait a minute, aren't the companies in China communist? And he goes, well, yeah, it's a communist country. And she says, so what you're doing is really like communism light. <laughs> That's the actual line that they give her. Mm -hmm. And he's like, yes, I am making millions through my communist corporation. <laughs> yep. My big money communism connections. <laughs> so. So, yeah, so we, we, we see a meeting with more Chinese people communistically. Okay, I know that this scene is identical to the other scenes. I know we got to move on, but I have to talk about the birds. Because <laughs> he meets the Chinese guy and the Chinese guy is like, do you like birds? And he's like, well, I don't know. And he's like, this is my fetish. He says fetish. Fetish. I feel like someone should tell the people who wrote this movie that that's not what the word fetish means <laughs> or... The people who wrote this movie introduced their fetishes way too openly and honestly. <laughs> oh, you like this table? I lie under it while people shit on me. That's um <laughs> Now let's get you that tip for that pizza, huh? All right. <laughs> oh, and of course of course they're trying to do, you know, more corruption stuff. And so this Chinese guy he's meeting with, he's like, mm, you know, it's such a shame. I'm having a lot of trouble getting my daughter into this very exclusive Manhattan school. If only I knew someone who could help me with that. Do they have to say Manhattan? Come on. Like, <laughs> this, like literally, Alan Weisselberg was indicted for this. Right? Yes. Like, I, yes. They could have said any other place on earth. Like, what connections does Hunter Biden have to Manhattan? Like, did, this can't make sense even in their own fucking right. universe. Why is this movie doing this to my poor brain? You know, the liberals and the liberals uh, love China and the Chinese put their kids this, uh, to school in Manhattan. Uh, it's a circle. Your it's a circle. guy, your CFO. I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> yeah. trying. I'm, I'm trying to keep it together. Uh, oh, well, but so also, but while Joe Biden was vice president, according to this movie, Hunter accepted gifts from Chinese people. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, actually, sorry, sorry, wait, I, I I have to clarify. This actually all happened while Trump was president. The the thing right. that they're referring yeah. to actually happened after Biden was out of office. Yes. But he could be in office again someday. Right. Yeah, Noah. absolutely. Well, right. exactly. exactly. Also, at the very end of this scene, right, where he gets the credit cards and the gifts from the Chinese guy, they turn to camera and they're like, hey, um, Technically, we didn't have to do that. This wasn't in China. It actually took place um, not in China, but we wanted to do more racism. So that's why we <laughs> had the birds and the. Think about how much more racist this music would be if this just happened in like Baltimore. Is this a Radisson? Why does a Radisson have a gong? <laughs> I I get clients from time to time, not not revealing any of them here on on the air, but who will ask like, Braggy, <laughs> if I put the name, you know, if I say 
and it's just my opinion that then I can say whatever the fuck I want. Right. And I have to explain to them. No, no. Right. Like you, that's not some kind of magic words. And I, and I think nobody told the people who wrote this movie at Breitbart that, right? Like, yeah, I think they're just like, Oh, see, like we have crazy, wacky, racist music and uh bird fetish or whatever. Then like we could say anything, even outright lies and call it an opinion. By the way, not, not the standard. Yeah, I I appreciate you not mentioning me outright. Just yeah, saying that's some that's of it. your clients. Yeah. That's very classy. I appreciate it. Yeah, you're welcome. So, okay, so now he's going to elaborate on some evil lawyering he did for a guy named Patrick Ho, who turned out to be a spy. This is where they imply that Hunter Biden helped people steal nuclear secrets because of his connections to the White House. <laughs> mm-hmm. Again, not to put too fine a point on it, but you are. You, you did that. You released this movie. At one point, there was an in-office conversation where they were like, hey, guys, you remember that part of the movie we're about to release where we accuse Hunter Biden of releasing nuclear secrets? Do you think we should release that the day that they <laughs> announce empty folders full of nuclear <laughs> secrets were found <laughs> on our side's golf club? In a shed <laughs> at Mar-a-Lago. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. But then they're like, and she's just like, oh, wow. So you were involved with a Chinese energy company. And, and, and he's like, yep, I sure was. She says, was that nuclear energy? He says, yeah, sure was. And she says, that has nuclear in the name. He's like, right. That's scary. Yeah. Basically, the bombs that'll be used to vaporize our children. Isn't that right, Grandma? <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then there's this other part where like some other Chinese guy that was tangentially involved with Hunter Biden's cousin's nephew's roommate or whatever was also busted by the FBI. And his last name was also Ho. Right. But the racists who made this movie know their listeners and viewers. So they had to be like, as a different guy. It's not. It wasn't. So again, dear listener, this is not Eli Bosnick doing one of his patented (laughs) bits. This is the movie puts up in the subtitles, a different toe under the sky because, you know, it's like Smith over there with these people. Like, <laughs> yeah. Just, are you fucking kidding me? Like, hey, it's not funny, but like, it would not have been funny if this were 1964. Like, this is not funny. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Well, and then, so, and at this point, she's like, well, did you divest in all the companies that he was involved with since he was a criminal too? And he's like, uh, John Kerry's kids didn't divest what? from them. And we're all like, what the fuck is even happening now? What the fuck are you talking about? Also, like, I like how, because they're like, you know, the the Bob and Jill Hines, you know, of the, like, Teresa Hines Carey, who was married to John Carey. And, and I'm just sitting there going like, oh, you, you mean like the Hines, like longstanding Republican Senator John Hines? Oh, oh we're not going that way for the qualifications? No, okay, no. all right. As it turns out, just to be clear, second cousin, John Kerry, inventor of Al Gore's Internet. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The Heinz family, just to be clear, the Heinz family has been involved in Republican politics since the beginning, right? For a hundred years. It, mm-hmm. Like the reason her name is Teresa Heinz Kerry is because she married out of the family and into John Kerry. So anyway, yeah. Yeah, but so I, and then this is maybe the most tenuous connection that they draw, and they really just beat the <laughs> shit out of it. I love this one so much. So, this is the best one. So he says, well, you know, at one point, I invested in a company that made facial recognition software for the Chinese government, and Kitty says, 
oh my God, you know they used that software to genocide the Uyghurs, right? You're basically responsible for that now. And he's like, oh my God, I am. And I'm so sad now. Yes. Kitty, who up until this point has happily listened along while he gave nuclear secrets away to the Chinese government is like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> A facial recognition company? <laughs> Did you not know that China has, real quote from the movie, millions of cameras? <laughs> <laughs> they do have a lot of cameras. No, that part's true, Eli. They do have millions of cameras. And let's say this. They found a genocide, right? They found a real terrible thing happening, and they managed to get almost everything wrong about it. Uh, and it's, it's starting off with, we learned for the third time emphasized that, that Kitty's connection is through some like Christian missionary group over there that, you know, cares a lot about the Uyghurs. And, and I just, I just want to be clear. Like, so the Uyghur genocide is, is horrible. We should be doing everything we can about it. They are ethnic Muslims in, in China, right? Like, yes. I'm pretty sure the Christian nationalists who made this movie do not give a damn about the Uyghurs in any shape, sense, or fashion. Right. Yeah. Also, um, the Uyghur genocide not uh, largely being operated through facial recognition technology. No. They're in concentration camps. Yeah. You're not unlocking your iPhone and it's like, beep, red one-eighth <laughs> Uyghur. Ah, shit, they're coming. <laughs> Fuck, there's a little, ah, I shouldn't have done find my friends. They're going to get, <laughs> find my Uyghur. On all the iPhones. They why didn't they just have Hunter Biden develop that, right? Like since the movie is only uh not based in fact anyway. Right. Yeah. Right. Why didn't they have him just in the concentration camps killing some Uyghurs? Or right, something? with a with a machete. Why right. not? Yeah, and some younglings. Him and Salman Rushdie back to back facing down the Uyghur <laughs> hordes. What is your movie? You're not constrained by truth. Nope. Yeah. And then and then the moment we've all been waiting for, it's time for the tragic backstory of Kitty. Sure. The fucking the sex worker, the person he's just bouncing his exposition off. She's like, well, let me tell you a little something about me. And we're like, oh, good. Let's get some depth on this bio. Yeah, Kitty so far in this movie w would have been poorly written for a Philip K. Dick female character. Yes. Right? Like, I mean, it is, she is nothing. Yeah. yeah. But no, but she starts explaining that she, you know, when she was a kid, her parents were missionaries in China and her friend who she called Aunt Ming was uh, taken to concentration camp because she was a Uyghur Muslim, apparently the Christian missionaries were doing a shit job with it. I'm yeah, saying. really fucked up with Aunt Ming, let me tell yeah. you. <laughs> they heard there was another sequel. They got super excited. Before they knew it, Dan just got a Koran. <laughs> we should also point out, like, again, not to make any joke about the Uyghur genocide, because it is terrible. She is just saying whatever the fuck your crazy aunt is. Right? Because, like, the Uyghur genocide, they're like, there are concentration camps. And I'm like, yeah, there actually are concentration camps. And... They're stealing their organs. And I'm like, they're not stealing. Their <laughs> also, Ming, she goes, this is the best. She goes, Ming was raped and then she disappeared and we haven't heard from her since. And I'm like, wait, so then how do you know she was raped? Right. No. Yeah, no, <laughs> logistically, that's true. unlikely. Left behind a note, just so you know, we raped her before we stole <laughs> Jesus her. Jesus Christ. Right. At one point, they're like, and you know, the Uyghur genocide also includes forced abortions and i'm like oh it must be really rough for people not to have a choice in such an important decision for themselves. <laughs> yeah. must be really bad and then this is where the movie implies this is the best so good that 
to Hunter Biden intentionally left his laptop with the hopes that Rudy Giuliani would find all the incriminating evidence because he secretly hates his dad and wanted to take his campaign down. The the we're inside your head Hunter Biden attempt of these soulless, thoughtless, <laughs> empathyless ghouls is so fucking the only thing I can relate it to is that occasionally our inbox will have a Christian who's like I know deep down in your heart you love Christ but you're afraid of his life this is the movie version of an email I get to and delete before Noah tells someone to fuck themselves yeah she says I wanted to uh, you wanted to get caught he's like no I didn't I did not did not he he yells i lost my nantucket which makes only slightly more sense if you've watched the entire movie with all of the fucking delivery of why is the doll burned right <laughs> i lost my nantucket i lost my hand i lost my bride share comes in and slaps him <laughs> Snip out of it. but she's like you know what i'm out of here and he's like don't you want pants and she's like no i'm leaving <laughs> so <laughs> So she leaves. Uh, uh, Joe Biden calls apparently to reconfirm their verbal commitment to the cover up. Yep. I guess they just needed a phone call to happen at this point. Oh, and this is where he learns that Trump was just impeached for the whole Ukraine thing. So now he doesn't have to worry about the laptop because that's really the reason they didn't tell the media didn't talk about the laptop. And you get Kitty turning to the camera and it's like in her best sideshow Bob voice. It's like, pfft, yeah, they're impeaching him for obstruction of Congress. Is that even a crime? Like, come on. <laughs> what, what is that? And then and then there's this like serious moment where everybody on the screen kind of looks at each other and is like, right, but, but what is that though? <laughs> <laughs> We'd actually really like to know. We're, yeah. We've done some shit here at the office and we just think it might get back to us. If there's a pardon list, I would like to be on it. We would like to be on it. Yeah, right, right. So, okay, so she goes out on the porch and she's like, hey, Tyrone, he wants to talk to you. He still thinks your name is Daryl. (laughs) Sorry about that, Tyrone. I I don't know how to tell him. (laughs) So he says, hey, quick, before you go, I secretly recorded your entire conversation with Hunter Biden while you were talking to him this whole time. I've had this recorded. (laughs) Even even the parts when it was just the two of us together, and I'm going to flash back to that five minutes from now. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> even though we've been in different locations. Yes, I was recording the whole thing. I've been in the other room of all the locations, including the one where you were fucking in. I well, was right. in the other room. Yeah, what about the fireplace seat? <laughs> right. The implication here, of course, is that Tyrone just generally records her fucking her clients. So, Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's, a, that's a weird guy for Hunter Biden to have on his personal payroll. I just want to say it. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'll put the marker down on that one. Okay, judgy. <laughs> I'm sorry that you don't have a full time camera person to record your fucking Andrew, but you know, at a certain point, you buy in bulk to save money. I'm not having this. Fight so, right. All right. <laughs> so she leaves. Tyrone goes in to talk to him, and he's like, "Hey, can you make Kitty come back?" And he's like, "Really? That's you sent her out to get me to ask." me to ask her to come back is that really what we're going with he's like that's apparently what we're going with we don't have anything (laughs) else so she goes outside and she's listening to the incriminating evidence that tyrone gave her right as andrew said even the parts that were fucking he was in the car with joe biden Mm -hmm. yeah he just recorded the movie is what he recorded (laughs) 
And then she calls her dad. Now, we've established several times in this movie that her dad is a real asshole and she hates his guts, but he's a lawyer. So she's calling with lawyer for like lawyer advice from him, right? She says, hey, if I found something that's really incriminating, but it's incriminating to my side, what should I do with it? And he's like, oh, you should talk to Rudy Giuliani. <laughs> you should talk to that bastion of legal knowledge <laughs> and integrity, Rudolfo Giuliani. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> yeah so so we cut to her later she's first we see her in the shower because again the production company's like and then she would probably get naked gotta take a shower gotta take wanna... a shower you just got home from your big day of breaking up with your boyfriend a sit shower yes <laughs> right yes exactly a sitting down shower hey we've all taken some sitting down showers since 2016 <laughs> andrew there's no judgment of a seated shower on this podcast so, yeah, so, but she's in the shower trying to wash all the Hunter Biden off of her. Uh, and I, I just have the musical note here of, boy, that indie country star demanded that his demo tape be played at full volume oh for the next God. 11 minutes. Yeah. Holy shit, was that annoying. Yeah. Oh, it was like, apparently there's a level below Mumford and Sons, and this was that. <laughs> yeah. this, all right, this is just the Sons without our dads <laughs> bossing us around and telling us what is and isn't good music at last. <laughs> so, okay, so she's fresh out of the shower wearing a negligee like you do. Like I do, of course. When she gets a call from Lorenzo at the fucking strip club concierge or whatever the fuck she was supposed to be. And she's like, hey, good news. That client that you were with, he's he wants to pay you a lot of money to come back and have more sex with him. And she's like, no, I'm done with all of that. No. Lorenzo's call is, hey, we have a huge payout for you so long as you stay quiet. And we're even going to call it a retainer. Like a hundred percent. This dialogue was lifted from Michael Cohen's trial. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Well, they even have him offer to pay off her student loans because that's just like a Biden, right? (laughs) (laughs) But then, okay, so Hunter's very heartbroken because she doesn't want anything to do with him. And then she calls her reporter friend, Bob. (laughs) Now, we know he's a reporter (laughs) because he's typing on a manual typewriter from 1964. Yeah, he's he's not just a reporter. He's a reporter from the past. <laughs> he, is, he is wearing a fedora yes, yep, while yes, typing while on typing. his typewriter. With a press pass stuck in the brim. Uh, <laughs> it's so good. Yeah, but she's like, I have a story for you. We need to meet in person. And he's like, all right, let's go to like a park bench early in the morning when it's foggy. She's like, oh, that'll be great. Yeah. So we cut to a park bench early in the morning where it's foggy (laughs) and uh, her and Bob the reporter are going to meet and she's like have you heard about Hunter Biden's laptop and he goes oh for fuck's sake I got up early went out in the fog damn it (laughs) I have um, you know I have this muffin place that I love and I was like I'm going to be late if I have a I love that muffin I'm not going to have to have a Nutri-Grain bar it's dangerous to drive in fog like this by the way I should let you know I should yeah. So uh, again, just side note, Bob the reporter changes out of the fedora, and in this scene, I swear <laughs> to fucking God, he's dressed like Roger Stone. That yes. does not happen by accident. That's not a look that you stumble into in your closet. You have to say, "Oh, I'm going to pull the full Roger Stone today." Yeah. Yeah. 
I feel like Roger Stone wandered onto set and was like, he's not dressed nice enough. Here, I've got an old (laughs) Halloween adventure penguin costume you can put him in. (laughs) And there you go. (laughs) Can we tattoo Richard Nixon on his ass? Right, yeah. yeah. I have a tattoo gun plugged into my fucking (laughs) cigarette lighter. Right. And so, of course, they have to, like, try to tackle the the question of if all of the like the premise of this movie is true, why is there no evidence of it? Right. (laughs) That's what the scene is doing. And so she's like, look, I've got Hunter Biden admitting to all the stuff Breitbart's been saying about him on tape. Here it is. And he's like, no, I don't want that. No news media in the main, the the, the lamestream media would publish that. (laughs) Right. They wouldn't want it. And even if they did, Google and Twitter would ban it with their algorithms. Mm hmm. Definitely don't do that thing I advised you to in Act One of type in Hunter Biden laptop into Google. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh. But part of the scene rings true, right? Like, because you can see it on Bob the reporter's face when she's like, I have brought you here to talk about Hunter Biden's laptop. And you can see, like, just the. Uh, oh, you're a fucking crazy person. I get right, it. Right. Yeah. Like, like uh, yeah, that one was not hard for them to mine on that. Like, oh, yeah. Well, right. And, and, and yet another example of this movie, like trying to seem precognitive to uh, Uncle Frank. She's like, let me tell you about Hunter Biden's laptop. And, and Bob, the reporter's like, what are you, some fucking Trump supporter? Right. Because that's exactly what Uncle Frank is going to get told when he tries to tell people about this movie later. Right. And she's like, no, I'm just a hooker with a heart of gold and a super big conscience when it comes to what I imagine the Uyghur genocide to be. <laughs> so, all right. So and then we cut. So she's back home. She's fresh out of the shower and in a negligee again, you know, because that's mostly what she has. And then we cut to her. Like, OK, we, we cut to the person who wrote this movie, just like his mentions on Twitter. Right. Right. So she's she's sitting there on her phone and we see on screen things like, you know, you fucking lying bitch, you Nazi mega slut, you damn Trump supporter. All of that shit's coming up as though those are the texts that she's getting. I really appreciated that, like all of the insults and then it was just Trump supporter and they were like, that's the one that hurts the most. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Yeah. But just then. Oh, God. (laughs) She gets a message from none other (laughs) Then Rudy Giuliani. No, 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 you have to. The only person on the internet that was nice to her. You have to. You have to stop. I, I had to pause the movie. I watched this twice and both times I had to pause the movie here and just, I, I, I weeping howls of laughter. This is the man that a congressional committee went out of its way on national television to describe as drunk and flatch. <laughs> on, on, on election night, right? Like I, I, I just, I just wanted to cut away to the Breitbart writers' room where Sidney Powell is like, "Gah, you, you could have picked me to come save the day," and then everyone kind of eyes and is like, "Come on, Sydney," and she's like, oh, "I know." I left for so goddamn oh, God. long. Ah. <laughs> oh. Yeah. And then, of course, we cut to uh, a news report of a fictional news report about how thanks to Rudy Giuliani, all the news stations that used to suppress this story now have to reckon with it. And we all know that the Bidens are a crime family. I just I'm sorry. It's Rudy Giuliani. I'm never I'm never getting over this. I just I just yeah, a little bit of message here for for Jim trustee, a little bit of message here for uh, Sidney Powell for for for. 
Alan Dershowitz, for every lawyer who has cuddled up to Trump over the last six years, you need to own up to the fact that Breitbart compared you Yes, you. <laughs> to the guy who booked four seasons total landscaping <laughs> while literally melting on screen and chose that guy instead. I hope you cry yourself to sleep at night, Jonathan Turley. <laughs> oh, God. So, yeah, so in their little fantasy, Hunter gets arrested for the things that even in their movie they admit weren't crimes and Trump wins re-election. Yeah, and then... And my stupid gay niece apologized and it was just a phase. <laughs> and, yeah. and it's totally right. Ru- You'd never have to use pronouns again. Yeah. Yeah. I walked back into that car wash and I was like, give me my job back. And they were like, you can have it back, man. You weren't jerking off with the hose. You were just kissing <laughs> it in the smartest, most efficient way possible. <laughs> and book a man, put your name at the top of his list. Honestly, if the rest of this movie movie was just its authors curled in a ball singing <laughs> that song to themselves Lee, Lee Greenwood, while, the, yeah. <laughs> while the cameras were repossessed by whatever company <laughs> it would be the perfect they just rattled with their COVID coughs yeah. oh, Jesus Christ yeah but then that turns out to just be Kitty's dream and in reality the truth never did come out we see her, she's moving away. And you know how you were really tied up in her relationship with her dad at this point? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They they reconcile. So Oh good. And as they're getting their big hug in and, and, and fixing their relationship, she turns to the camera and she says, and I quote, but maybe in the end the truth itself has become the fairy tale. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> He who questions training will be trains himself. <laughs> so yeah, and then so the the credits roll, and we get news footage of like every news source in the fucking world going. Everything in this movie is stupid and not true. This bullshit. I, I I literally was just befuddled I could, because the only possible way this makes sense is if you think. A reputable media outlet saying, well, this is obvious Russian disinformation means it's the opposite of that. And, and, and I'm sitting there going, you do know, like your guys, like Republican Senator Richard Burr signed off on the Senate Intelligence Committee report that said the Russians did exactly this in the 2016 presidential election, right? Like, yeah. this is not, this is not a grand conspiracy to like, <laughs> as if the Russians would ever interfere in an election. Like, God, I, yeah. Well, either it's that or it's their lawyer going no no we ended the whole movie with a bunch of news clips saying that this wasn't true how could you possibly imagine that we (laughs) but they have to get in more lies oh right like they say the new york post published a story on this and then got banned on twitter and again um but not to steal their fact check but like it's at NYPOST on Twitter. Like, yeah, you'll find I, it right there. <laughs> There's that. There's I, I. The only thing they say that is kind of a I guess you have to give them that is they're like the news media finally acknowledged that Hunter Biden had a laptop. Yep. Yeah. He had a laptop after all. Got yeah. us, got us there. I, I, you're one step ahead of your last conspiracy theory, which required there to be a pizza parlor with a basement that didn't have a fucking basement. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, uh, good, good, good. Yeah. You know, great job, but, uh, heading in the right direction, at least. All right. 
So I guess the obvious question to close things off with is, uh, assuming that this movie has the kind of success that Breitbart was hoping for, what right-wing conspiracy theory do you want to see him make into a movie next? Oh, ooh, ooh. Uh, the one about how uh, Joe Biden sent his uh, coked-up son to negotiate with Russian oligarchs and intelligence operatives to build a, a giant hundred-story building. We could even call it a tower with, with Joe Biden's name on it in downtown <laughs> Moscow during the middle of a presidential election. And, and his campaign manager could have managed the campaign of the pro-Russian stooge and... Uh, I'm sorry. I'm getting the club. <laughs> I just want to point out Joe Biden did not have everyone around him sign on disclosure agreements, <laughs> including Stormy Daniels. Right. <laughs> oh, God. <clears throat> See, and I was going to go with a heist film about Antifa faking January 6th. Oh, there you go. That could oh. be a fun one. Did we, we, we've left unstated that our kitty protagonist and the MC at the, the sex club were also part time Antifa agitators, right? Like, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. I, no, yeah. That's, yeah. We that's introduced to the beginning. Yeah. 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 Still, but that got lost, I think, yeah. by the end of this. <laughs> Important so. to remember. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So I guess that's going to do it for our review of My Son Hunter, but that's not going to do it for the episode just yet because we still need to tantalize you for next week. So, Eli, tell us what's on deck. Shelly, a young American girl, is attracted to two men for their idealism. One is a missionary out to change the world through the power of God's word, the other is a terrorist who plans to change the world through bombs. <laughs> we'll be watching 1979's Crossfire. Oh, I've been waiting on this one. Okay, so with that to look forward to, we're going to bring episode 369 to a merciful close. Nice. Once again, a huge thanks to Andrew for helping us out with an, on pretty short notice this week. Be sure to check him out on the Opening Arguments podcast and clean up on aisle 45, which you'll find linked on the show notes. And a perhaps even huger thanks to all the Patreon donors that help make the show go. If you'd like to count yourself among their ranks, you can make a per-episode donation at patreon.com slash godawful and thereby earn early access to an ad-free version of every episode. You can also help a ton by leaving a five-star review and by sharing the show on all your various social media platforms. And if you enjoyed this show, be sure to check out our sibling shows The Scathing Idiot, Citation Data, D&D Minus, and The Skeptic Card available wherever podcasts live. If you have questions, comments, or cinematic suggestions, you can Movies at gmail.com. Legal services for this podcast are provided by the law offices of P. Andrew Torres. Tim Robertson takes care of our social media. Our theme song was written and performed by Ryan Slotnick of Drafts on Mars. All of the music was written and performed by our audio engineer Morgan Clark and was used with permission. Thanks again for giving us a chunk of your life this week. For Ethan Wright and Eli Bosnick, I'm Delusions, promising to work hard to earn another chunk next week. Until then, we'll leave you with the Breakfast Club close. Every single person who paid to watch this movie also sent $19.95 to Steve Bannon to help build that wall, and they are very confused as to why those evil crack-smoking Democrats stopped them. Gina Carano went on to nothing. Like, seriously, look at her IMDb. It's got cobwebs on it on her filmography. Breitbart News nervously looked at the smoking, dead, charred body of Kiwi Farms and mumbled to itself, does anyone else hear drums? Hot! Yeah. <laughs> Andrew, I, I hear they're looking for uh, somebody to take on uh, Queen Elizabeth's corgis. You have um, oh, got a lot of all of them. I will turn my house into a corgi preserve. <laughs> yes. Oh. <laughs> I think you'd make a great new queen, Andrew. Yeah. Just for the Honestly, record. that would be the easiest way to get it all taken care of. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Shipping yeah. all those poor corgis over the ocean. <laughs> That's right. That'd be cruel. The preceding podcast was a production of Puzzle and a Thunderstorm, LLC. Copyright 2022. All rights reserved.